Maybe because I got them from winners. <laughs> oh, you, you got the open pack. No, no, no. You got no, the no. used pack. <laughs> I, made sure, I made sure my tip was tipped. <laughs> <laughs> this boy got the used pair of underwear and you're out here roasting. Nah, bro. It was still, bro. bro it, came fresh, it came in fresh that day. It was still. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. This guy got the open nah, pack. No open it's okay, man. Put some respect on food of the loom, bro. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. We kind of just started. <laughs> oh, we did? Yeah. I'm my bad. I didn't even know no, I was no just... worries, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. What's going on, Tristan? Um, this? This has been uh, a learning experience. Not going how I expect it to go, but also going how I expect it to go. That's usually how it is. Yeah. So when you're doing something new. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, before, how, how has school been with all this stuff? Like With school? Yeah, like, and you going to the basketball games and recording, like, how has this been for you? Like, doing this, or, like, how did I learn Just that? using a camera, pretty much. Oh, um, it's actually been a weird process, because I kind of started with, like, photography. Like, we had photography class mm -hmm. back in high school. I remember. It kind of branched off from that, and then doing what I learned in school is video. It's not exactly pertained to this, but it kind of relates. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, it's a crossbreeding of both things, and then it kind of, like, mixed into one thing. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So how was it for your first time? Like, cause I know you and you guys would both go to record games and stuff like that. Like, how was that experience? Because you you would fly out sometimes. Or like, oh, um, for NPH, yeah. Um, actually, me and Steph did work together okay. for that as well. Um, it was fun mostly. Uh, being on the road and stuff. Uh, a lot of funny things would happen, but for the most part, uh, we didn't really get to. Like, it's weird because you get to see different parts of. Well, I got to see different parts of our country, Canada, mm -hmm. but like we didn't really get to experience the country the in country. a weird way. Because more like business, you're in, yeah, you're, you're there, then you're out, and then you're done work. Yeah. But um, it's like a weird transition. It's like you learn a bunch of things, and then it's like depending on how you apply it, is what's mostly valuable. Because one thing I've noticed about myself, mm -hmm. a lot of the random shit that I would just learn. And I would just throw out there that, like, you weren't taught is what got me things. Like, I guess when it comes to photography, like, another thing is, like, I paid attention to, like, weird details that, like, I, would, I wouldn't say no one else noticed. Mm -hmm. But, like, I picked up on and, like, I applied it. And it's like, huh. Like, that came in handy. I didn't think it would be useful, but then it ended up turning out to be useful. So, I'm like, that was pretty interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, initially, you wanted to do photography, right? Um, initially, I had no idea what I wanted to do, yeah, to be honest. Okay. Um, the reason why I liked photography, I won't forget, was uh, I remember I woke up like three hours after our final exam. I'm like, That's wild. I'm like, yo, I missed our final exam. And That's I think, wild. I think if you miss the final exam, you technically failed the class. But mm -hmm. I remember getting to school. Oh, I'm, I don't, you remember a photography teacher's name? I feel so bad for forgetting. Um, miss, um, damn, I, I can picture her face. Yeah. Too. Red hair, I, I, I can't remember. It's not Friedenreich. She, no. was, she had gray hair. And it's not Miss Cavago. It's not Miss Cavago. <sighs> Damn. I, and I see her face. She, she, had, she was a ginger. Mm. I don't remember her name. Yeah, but I remember pulling up. And, like, I remember she would never give me a pass. Like, not at all. Like, you know how you could, like, like sweet talk a teacher and, like, you could just be really nice to them and, like, they will give you... No, not with her. But, like, it was in a good way as well, though. But anyways, I remember pulling up and she's like, okay, you have lunch now. I'll give you 30 minutes to write the exam, and then you'll be, like, it'll be fine. 
And like, I remember um, when I got the exam results back, uh, I got the highest mark out of everyone on the class. Mm -hmm. I'm like, shit, I only had 30 minutes to do the exam and I did the best on the exam. It's like, ah, oh, maybe I actually am good at photography if I really like it. It's like, that's kind of what kicked it off for me. Mm -hmm. um, I won't forget that picture. I don't know if you remember. It was when uh, we were taking pictures and then um, it was the droplet in the sink. I don't think you'll remember it. But I remember like- In I, the classroom? In the classroom. Remember like we got all of our pictures like posted around the school? Yeah. I remember I got the, like it was a droplet in the sink. I'm like, oh shit, that was 100% fucking fluke. But then I played it <laughs> off. I'm like, like I did not perfect. <laughs> I, did, I know what I was doing. I know what I was doing. I probably did, but it's also like that shit happened by pure coincidence. Yeah. And I kind of just rolled with it. But then like, I remember just really enjoying that class and like really excelling at it. And like, one thing I've noticed is like a lot of people like, especially when you're in high school and shit, you don't really know what you like or what you want to do. Yeah, you have a kind of a consensus and like, you think this is what you want to do, but I remember photography for me, it always felt right. Mm -hmm. and it's something that I genuinely enjoyed, whether like doing it as a hobby, getting paid or whatever. It's just something that I always found fun and like entertaining. So it's like, hey, why not try doing some more of it? Mm -hmm. And then I remember when I started, um, I had to get a camera at first because I didn't have a Dang, camera. I know. I remember uh, when you're trying to get your first camera. That's the, that number go, going kind of crazy. Yo, I remember the camera cost like what, like eight hundred dollars. Yeah. And this is when I was broke. I'm yeah. still broke now, but like yeah, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I remember this, I'm like, hmm. So what I ended up doing was uh, ordering it off Amazon. Um, yeah. And then they I ordered the camera and a lens, and they they originally that when I got the order, I just got the lens. <laughs> No camera? No camera, just remember, the... <laughs> oh my god, I remember this. And you're freaking out. I remember just getting the lens. I'm like, hold on, hold on. I did not drop like almost like $800 of money that I didn't have to buy a camera and not get it. So I'm like, mm. I remember messaging and then pretty much talking to the person. And they, I guess it was like a warehouse deal that I found. Mm -hmm. So they ended up sending me out the camera again and I got to keep the lens. And then I actually... I remember I got some type of credit and then I got a deal and then I ended up getting the entire camera plus a tripod and a camera bag mm -hmm. for $500. I'm Let's like, go. shit, that was, that was blessed. That was blessed. That's also how I got my PlayStation for Mad Cheap as well. So some dude, <laughs> some dude didn't even send the PlayStation and the Amazon had the guarantee like ADZ, whatever it's called. Yeah. And then like they pretty much reimbursed the purchase. But they, I think they gave me an, an, an additional because I bought the PlayStation for a deal. But then I think that's why I got scammed. Because it was a deal. Okay. And then, so, like, I think they gave me, like, the original retail price of the PlayStation. I'm like, I ain't going to play with this again. So I went to Walmart and bought the PlayStation. And I'm like, shit. I always be getting deals on expensive things, but I'm buying it online. Also, Honey's Fire, bro. <laughs> I don't know if you use it. Honey's Fire. Honey? You never heard about Honey? Honey what? How are you on YouTube and you never hear about a Honey ad? What is Honey? You never heard about Honey? What are you talking about? Oh, I'm about to plug it like it's a sponsorship. <laughs> 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 we're, we're plugging spices already. Go with honey, bro. Yeah, it's a it's a browser extension okay. that you add, and then pretty much it surfs the web for coupon codes, and it just it's like finding oh, coupon codes, okay, and you don't even gotta about. look. Okay, that's so, what yeah. you're saying. So like that should always be saving you money. I didn't you, even think about that. I don't know how you didn't see it. Like they're always on. I YouTube. definitely see one now that you saw. I'm thinking honey. Uh, no, I'm thinking Jollibee. I hate Jollibee. I hate What's Jollibee. Jollibee, the restaurant. You never seen a Jollibee ad? That, that, that food looks so ass. Is I'm it sorry. American? I no, it's not American. Jollibee. Jollibee, yeah. I think I see like, like a, it's an ugly looking ass bee. Like 
No, I don't even know what the mascot is. It's, it's not actually, a bee? I think it is a bee. It's like an ugly looking yeah, bee. Yeah, no, the ads for their food, the food looks so fake. It looks like plastic. Anyway, right. Isn't that all ads though? Mm, I know some of them actually use plastic for their food. Some, some of the food doesn't actually look real, but. I know in pizza ads, they use um, glue. Glue? You know the glue you use yeah. back in elementary school? Oh my God. That's what they use for the mozzarella. The mozzarella? I've seen some of those on Reddit. Um, but for going back to the thing, um, our photography teacher. So did that spark you continuing photography? Just that moment? Yeah. Basically. Um, I remember. I remember. Um, what one thing mostly was. Um, I remember because I was in the yearbook committee, mm-hmm. and like I, I thought because I was going to be in the yearbook committee, I'm taking all these photos. I'm gonna get a friggin. I'm gonna get a yearbook for free because you know like I'm doing the work. Why can't I just? <laughs> Why can't I just scoop a yearbook? <laughs> like, that was my thought process. I'm like, okay, I'm doing the work. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm on the yearbook committee. I should get a yearbook for free. No. That was my thought process. But uh, our photographer teacher, she's like, nah, you got to pay for that. Like, remember that was such a valuable lesson for me? It's like, even if you, like, work and do something for that, you still got to pay for shit. Yeah. Like, getting a handout is, like, it's not necessarily a good thing. Like, I remember it was just a valuable lesson. It's like, hey, you did all the work and all that stuff. That doesn't mean you get a pass. So it's like... That was super cool of her. Like, she was always hard on me, but in a good way where it's, like, taught me a valuable lesson of, like, yeah, if you do the work, you still got to pay. I felt that way with Mr. Bolana. I, I missed that class so much. I missed we, class. Everybody sat up in that class at the end of the day, yeah. I swear. So our class had, like, 16 people, but, like, 30 people 30 be people be pulling up, like, <laughs> yeah. from every grade. It's yeah. like everybody's pulled up to that class. Um, I, I think I felt the same way. I didn't, it wasn't, like, an exam thing, but. He definitely pushed me when he seen me draw. I obviously didn't realize it at the time because I used to, what do they call it? Um, when you're looking at something and you draw it, I can't even remember the name for it right now. It's like you're not, lo- you're not looking at the paper and you're just drawing? No, you're looking at an image and you're drawing it on the From paper. From reference? Uh, no, you're just looking at it. I don't know what the term is. Well, basically I did a lot of that and he was kind of pushing me, but I wasn't really taking it too seriously. But my biggest issue with art class was colors. I, I hated it so much to not have an exact color when I was like trying to finish something that I just wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my final projects and assignments were just black and white because I couldn't stand not having the exact color I was imagining. And it bothered me so much. And like he, he would help me a lot, like whether it be Marcus or whatever he was trying to get me to, I'm like, nah, this ain't it. So after all that stuff in high school, and he definitely talked to me about um, our after, it didn't really change how I felt about it, but when I started going digital and I was doing like a lot of outlines on mouse and keyboard, which is horrendous, like don't ever do that. Cause I used to tell you guys about that <laughs> yeah, all the I remember. time. Like just outlining something on GIMP with, um, what do they call them? They're like these points. So like you'd make- Is it like the pen tool where you drop each like anchor point? Anchor point, yeah, exactly. Anchor point. And then you curve, man, that, that was hell. But I still went through with it cause it was so much fun. And then I, then when I realized you can get the exact color you want, like that's where, like you were using the scale where you can slide it. To yeah, the, yeah, that like just seeing that yeah. made me. I'm like, oh yeah, my like, oh, gosh, shit. I could get. I any got color, all the colors. Any color, <laughs> and it made me so ecstatic. And that was a lot of fun for a long time. But Mr. Bellana definitely made um art interesting. Wanna know the craziest thing about that guy? What? For an art teacher, he never did art. Like, when have you ever? I have a funny story. Gosh. When have you ever seen him ever do? Like, when have you ever seen him draw, sketch, or something? You. The entire four years true. he taught, I'd never seen, well, I've seen him do art once. Entire time, never seen the guy do art. You're right. An art teacher that never did art. Remember, I think we called him out for it. We did. 
And Miss, even Miss Friedenreich would draw with us when we had her. That, that dude one year. never drew art. That's actually kind of crazy. Man, man went an entire four years and never did one picture. Hey, man, get it how you live. But I remember, um, I remember the one time I did end up seeing him doing art. It was, uh, it was at lunch. I think he was on lunch as well. Mm -hmm. Like I remember walking in and just seeing him draw on the chalkboard and just the little doodle that he was doing. I'm like, this nigga an artist, bro. He is. <laughs> just by the stroke of the chalkboard, I'm like, how are you, how are you this good at art and you're not doing art? Like, I feel like he low-key don't want to flex on us in class. It's like, y'all trash, bro. Y'all trash, bro. <laughs> he can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> He's so timid, he'd never yeah, say that. Yeah, would be so intimidating be like, yeah, I can't do this. I'm not cuddle for this. You know who's really good in high school? Saima. Mm. Saima's really good at painting. I, I, still remember, I still have her Gandalf painting. I remember friggin' she painted the, this uh, dragon. I think it was the dragon yeah, from it was a dragon. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I remember getting to a fight with Christian because she was giving it away of who would get it. Yeah. And that, that fucker got it, bro. I was got it. so bad, yeah, bro. I, I definitely try to finesse her Gandalf painting before anybody else could. She's got really that, good at she's it. She's really good. I don't know if she still does it. I haven't, I haven't talked to her in forever. I think she does. She does? I think I remember she posted something on Instagram of like a cat painting. Mm. I think she still does. I know she randomly resurfaced on IG like out of the blue. I'm glad she's good. Honestly. Mm. So I want to talk about you and your, your love for music. My love for music? Yeah. Okay. Because low-key, I actually didn't start listening to music until like, like what, like end of middle school? Mm -hmm. To like beginning of high school, and like I remember the only the only music I ever really listened to. And I always thought it was weird going back and thinking about it. It was like frigging the anime openings or yeah. anime AMVs on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's all I would listen to. That's like my first introduction into YouTube, uh, music was through that. Mm -hmm. Like when did you start like first listening to music? Well, that, it's actually crazy because my I wasn't listening to music all until I think maybe the end of eighth grade, where I went to my cousin's place, and this is when torrenting. Well, at least torrenting became. I remember you being the torrenting guy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wasn't doing it properly, and obviously I didn't do it because I'm not going to say anything um, incriminating. But uh, that's when torrenting became new to me, and so he gave me his MP3 that he wasn't using, and he just put music on there. Like, I, I didn't know artists. I didn't really understand anything about it. That was all new to me, and I just kind of listened to whatever was on there, um, whether it was on there, Dizzy Wright, Kanye West, Tyler Creator. Licky Lee, there was a bunch of stuff on there. Pusha T, there was old Schoolboy Q. There's a lot of things. Um, and what stuck with me first was Kanye, because I don't think I ever listened to music. I, I only heard of him, but I didn't know. But um, I believe it was the graduation album. And that I was spinning that for months. Like, if, if I, I wish I, I saved a screenshot or something, I think I listened to every song on the album, like, something around, like, 400 times. It was insane. What? Yeah, because it would show you on... 400 times? Yeah, it would show you on the MP3 how many times you listen to something. It was crazy. Like That is crazy. Yeah, that him, Tyler, the creator, Goblin. Like, that introduced me to a lot of parts of life I didn't understand. And I wanted to get to under, like to understand it. There's a lot of lyrics I, I didn't know. And at that time, that's when we got a computer in my house. And I was kind of just researching stuff that these artists were talking about because I, I, I didn't know. Like I was, in, I was in middle school, like what do I know about the world, right? And um, so it started there. And after that, I started to keep up with certain artists and when they were releasing music and things that they were doing and the trouble they were getting into and how the media was portraying them. And I, I started to get 
very interested on how the media portrayed a lot of, of black artists. Um, but my main focus was mostly Tyler. Like, I don't have anything specific to say on how they were. Like, the media would just be on us a lot. Like, we were just so fascinating to them, whether it be good or bad. I found it very interesting. Um, so I remember in high school now when music became really big for me was when I found music videos. And I remember this so well. I don't know what grade it was. It might have been, like, grade 9. You know, the end of grade 9 or grade 10. And I stayed home from school. Like, I stayed home from school. <laughs> I don't know why. And I was... I was looking for music videos. I ran into Skrillex. Like that's when I started listening to dubstep. That was interesting for a while. I found a lot of um, other artists' videos. Like that's when I found Flatbush Zombies for the first time. One of my favorite rap groups for sure. And then Connie and stuff like that. But Flatbush Zombies, that was like an interesting find for me. That that's where I was like captivated by music. Like because I didn't know anything about these guys. So after seeing their first couple of music videos. I was interested in, like, who are these guys? Like, where are they from? They're from Brooklyn. They're from New York. They're from Flatbush. And they weren't a part of a label. And then that's when it kind of became a rabbit hole. Like, okay, what does a label do? Like, why do they have to be signed? Like, how does it work in terms of the artists? Like, what, why does it benefit them? And that hole just got kind of crazy because you learn that they're signed to these labels and then they have certain deals. The label fronts the money. So that's why a lot of artists, like, when they do get signed, they, it looks like life's really good. And they, that money is theirs, kind of, but they, 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 they have to pay it back through albums, right? Whether you're signed to a five-album contract or whatever, and those numbers have to be um, brought back so that the label can make money. And artists are kind of fucked over a lot of the time, but that's how it is. But seeing them and them being independent and they weren't signed to anybody like that was just really, it was inspiring. Like, I don't even do music, but just seeing them, I wanted them to do well. Do well, yeah. And I love that a lot. And so from there... I think I was very heavy on rap towards the end, the end of high school. And then I started to transition into R&B. And I kind of don't really know why I love music so much. Like, I don't think I'm a fanatic. Like, I'd even say Joanne knows more about music than I do. Like, just, like, how do I phrase it? I feel like I'm pretty modest with my knowledge. Like, I'm, I, I get interested in certain things, but when it comes to, like, um music stems and stuff like that production i only know so much like there's people that know way more than me but i never really um it doesn't take away from music for me i just know what i know and that's it but it's always interesting to hear what other people do but um like i never really got into super old school rap like other people have like where it really started like it i, I think even to this day i don't think i listened to it was written by nas a lot of people yeah. go crazy on me if like I say that. Like, at least hear some samples about all yeah. that shit. It's like, yeah, I never really listened to Nas. I, I, like never, I never listened to the really old stuff, so I, can, I don't know if I can say I'm a music lover because of that. Because when you go and talk to actual artists, their inspiration comes from that because of how those people have to make music. And I don't think that it. necessarily means, like, you're not a music head I, if you don't listen to the I old stuff. I feel like it's a roots thing. I feel like it kind of really? does matter. I, I feel like the older music from like the 90s and 80s and stuff that you listen to kind of says a lot about who you are. Even if whether you're willingly listening to it or your family was playing it, I feel like it kind of plays into how much you actually care about music. But what like, that's kind of like saying, hey, like if you want to get into like film and like videography and cinematography, do you have to go back and watch like the Charlie Chaplin, like when they were like black and white and like they had like made those like pseudo sets? Like do you have to go look back and study it, all that? It doesn't that? have to be anything specific, but I feel like if your interest is actually genuine you'd, you'd see something from the past on what they had to go through before it got to here i okay. feel like it just plays a part on overall how you feel about that subject 
Okay, I see that. Yeah. I don't think that's like a a big thing. Like a I necessary feel like, I feel, I feel criteria. Like maybe, maybe it's just music. It feels that way about music. music yeah. yeah, like if I, I was listening to R and B, and um, even Snow Allegra's first EP, she did the Don't Explain um, cover, which was uh, Billy. I believe it's Billy Holiday. Like if you don't know who Billy Holiday is, like that song isn't the same. Mm. Like I do understand that people sample certain songs or flip certain songs that were older, but just small stuff like that. Like now that. Do you know who Billie Holiday is? No, I don't know. So she was, she, was, she was a big black artist back in the day, and her... Actually, I think I do. Yeah, I have a probably, rough... Pro- probably have a rough yeah. idea. But she sang um, Blood on the Leaves. So if you ever watch her documentary, like, the government didn't want her to sing those songs because it it's about hanging black people, essentially. Mm. And she was singing it everywhere, and they were trying to stop her from singing that song because, obviously, there'd be outrage, and it's like you're spreading information. It was kind of a big deal. Back in the day, I'm probably not explaining it uh, as well as I should, but... Um, basically what the government tried to do is stop her. They tried to frame her for one, for drug use. And then she, I'm pretty sure she got arrested and she became free. And then they realized that she wasn't going to stop singing the song and they tried to frame her again. And then one of the cops who fell in love with her actually testified for her that they were trying to frame her. Hmm. And so like, it just became a whole thing. So that song didn't have to do with what Snow Allegra covered, but just that artist. It's like it's yeah. It's more enriching when you yeah, know the history. Yeah, it's like, it's, like a, it's a homage thing for sure, yeah. and it, it it hits different when you know, like, oh my god, like that that's a Billie Holiday cover. Like she's covering that song, she's using it. Like you know where her head's at when she's doing the song over. It. So I feel like it's really important. Um, yeah. Other than that, I, I don't know. I go to a lot of concerts. Yeah. Dude, my whole IG page is <laughs> there's no pictures of me on it. It's just me at concerts. And it's going to be that way for a while before it becomes something else. So wait, your favorite artist. If you had to name like a top five. Oh my a top God. five. That's really a top five. Snow Allegra. Kanye has to be up there. Tyler the Creator. I love Tyler the Creator. Benny the Butcher. A fifth one. Damn, that a top five. A top five is so hard. There's so much music. I want to say Licky Lee, even though she hasn't dropped as much music as other people. I think her albums have a place in my heart because that that quality wounded, speaks yeah, over. Yeah, that that wounded rhymes album held me down like a lot. Like that <laughs> that <laughs> when your boy was down, Licky Lee was right there. Like Yo. that that album. Had me. In a that has, I think listening to sad music actually helps with it you making you feel better. It does. I it, really think it does. You feel like you're not alone. Yeah. 100%. Um, it, those are definitely my top five. Ty- Tyler definitely had a lot of influence on just how I felt about myself, of course, because he was younger, but that's a whole story on its own. What do you think about what's, what the, what's happening with Kanye right now? Like, in the media or just Kanye as a person? Let's hear media than Kanye as a person. I feel like the media has always hated Kanye because he doesn't care what anybody thinks. And I feel like he's one of the biggest trolls we've ever seen. Like, I just feel like there's so many times and instances where Kanye says stuff to get a reaction out of people. And he gets exactly what he wants. And I feel like people don't realize that. Because I, feel like, I feel like Kanye knew what outrage media was before anybody else did. And he took advantage of that. Um, I, but I have a question. Because I, I, was, I have always a mixed feeling. Like... I 100% agree. I think he's a massive troll, and he has very good insight. But like, how much of it is trolling, and how much of it is is like a legit like not trolling? I feel like it's all trolling. You think it's all? I trolling? I feel like it's constant trolling. Aside from when he does interviews, I feel like it's all trolling really? all the time. Like I feel like he doesn't care. Aside from, like there's a Taylor Swift moment, 
But Beyonce <laughs> kind of did deserve. Come on, Beyonce deserved to win. But Taylor Swift had numbers, I guess. But they don't. They don't like us. They like the industry never. The industry profits off of us, and they don't like us at all. But I, I do believe he trolls because he can, and people love him, and he knows that. So it's like, okay, like I can get away with this. He never. He's never really out there aside from the. When he was saying he's like the next Picasso and stuff like that. Like that stuff is just like, like I don't know how to defend that. If he feels that way, he does. But I feel like he's trolling most of the time. But Kanye is a person, I feel like he's always been like a step ahead of other people. Like I didn't even watch his documentary on Netflix that just dropped, which I'm pretty sure would be a really interesting watch. But like I didn't even learn until recently, maybe last year that when he's complaining about all these brands and stuff and how black people aren't allowed to sit up at the tables with them and have these meetings, he went to Japan and was actually doing like a free like internship type thing and was learning about fashion on his own and was, was trying to get his foot in the door. And he, he was doing a lot of that stuff for free, like just to learn. He was out there not getting paid. He was working in their offices. Yeah, I did not Yeah, no, you don't hear about that, right? And it's so crazy. So when he comes back, and he has actual connections and stuff like that. And you hear certain stuff people say about him. It's like this guy actually really cared about this stuff and wanted, he wanted to let people have a space to get in because it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty guarded. It's like a gated thing. But Japan, like, I don't it's know. Not, it's not necessarily Japan in itself, but like just fashion in America in general. Like he went over there to learn about stuff so he could understand it better, so he could bring that information back here. But just in general, like, if you don't know anything, they kind of don't care about you. That's true. But, so it was just a dedication he had to go and actually learn about it. And being a millionaire at the time, to sacrifice, like, money to go and do this, and then come back and people make fun of you and stuff like that, which I don't care. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But when you know how much he actually cares about the stuff he does, it kind of changes your opinion on him. So after learning that, I kind of see why he did the whole... Um, with his album, uh, Life of Pablo, that whole fashion show, and he dropped the album at the same time where that kind of meant something to him, as it should when we're all creating things, um, that that was a big deal. And he clearly went through a lot to get to that point where he could, he could make a fashion line and people would come and look at his fashion line. I don't know what that means in that scope, like in terms of that, that part of um, fashion in itself. Like, I don't know what that group thinks of him, but for me, it's just... I, I definitely think he gained a lot of notoriety and, like, made a name for himself in the fashion because it's like generally if you like i feel like also like if you appease the mainstream which like kanye can also do mm -hmm. like then like how are you gonna deny like his reach and output mm -hmm. so like and I, even if you look at like other people like youtubers or podcasters it's like if like the current media doesn't like accept or agree with what you're saying but like the masses do like your voice kind of, it's like, what does your voice mean if my voice is louder and everyone else agrees with me? Mm -hmm. So I feel like if you're appealing to like a broader audience and it's not through the traditional methods, the, it's either the mainstream either has to accept that and work with you or try to remove you because you're competition. Mm -hmm. So I think Kanye with his fashion and stuff, I definitely think like, I never heard that Japan story, but I've always think of like when Kanye makes it like his fashion brand, I didn't think he's like doing it as for like, money or for like profit i generally think he actually does enjoy fashion yeah. and like he does make things that he likes and like he would want to wear whether like i personally like them or not or prefer them is up for debate but i definitely do think what he did was actually for passion and not for like to gain monetary value and like i think that's valid sorry um 
But yeah, I definitely think Kanye um, does do fashion because he loves fashion. Yeah, I agree with you on that 100%. Um, I don't know, he's just always been inspiring. Like with every album that he's ever made, especially my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, that's a staple for a lot of people in music. 100%, that album is flawless, like through and through. I don't know what else to say about that. What's his best album? You think is that? My <sighs> Beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy? I want to say yes. Really? I want to say yes. Over Graduation. Over life of Pablo. I, I, I wasn't outside on road when graduation <laughs> dropped, so I can't even say it. Like it doesn't hit me that way. Um, but my beautiful dark twisted fantasy because it what was that 2011 where we grade. I listened to that grade nine. Damn, that's like that. That's early. I didn't even know what they were rapping about. <laughs> I didn't even know what they were talking about. Champagne wishes and thirty white. I can't. You know, I'm not gonna finish it. You but, can finish. Yeah, it, I'm not gonna. No, 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 we can't be saying that. We're in 2022, but like just just songs like that. I'm like, yo, what, like, these guys live a different life. And then when you start to learn about them, like, you really, I kind of appreciate their, like, their ignorance towards the world. Like, they really do what they do and they enjoy it. I don't know to what degree, but, like, they, they want to live life and they show off sometimes. Like, I don't know why our people can't do that. Like, we get held down for so long for so many things and we get discredited and people steal our shit. Like, I feel like we should be flagrant sometimes. We're so awesome. I think like, it's good to be flagrant sometimes. It is. Like, why can't you just say some wild shit? Like, exactly. Like, everyone getting offended by every last little thing is so annoying. Oh, that's a, it's different, like, that's a different conversation. But that, that the, whole thing, that's a different conversation. <laughs> but, I don't even get me started on that. No, get started. Let's hear Let's it. get started. The internet, first of all, shouldn't be for everybody. But a lot of people have access to it. Twitter shouldn't Not be for everybody. Not the, the internet. The internet in general. A lot of people have access to the internet. And it's becoming an interesting place because when you're mixing like media entertainment content and like actual emotions, it becomes so skewed because everybody has so many different walks of life that your opinion on something will greatly differ on something else. But if a brand or a company becomes involved, now money's at stake. So now, now you're going with whatever opinion makes you the most money. So I want to start it there where... If someone is offended and it's affecting somebody's pocket, they're going to change the scope of how people should feel about that subject because it benefits them. So now when it trickles down to when you get to actual people, it becomes really messy because if somebody says something, like let's say you go to Subway and then someone calls you a hard R, right? And then you post it on the internet and now people are going crazy on Subway. Subway doesn't even know who this employee is, but they're going, they're going crazy on them, right? So it's like, they're, now they're trying to change the rules on how you, well, obviously you shouldn't say that in the first place, but just how people feel about certain things, they'll try to manipulate, like, okay, like, you can't do this, you're going to get kicked out. So now that this has been set in place, what else can't you say? Like, okay, well, they're getting kicked off for doing this. I don't like when somebody does this. Like, I can rally X amount of people behind me on the internet to agree with this. I can get something going. It's, it's very powerful at the end of the day, but there's, there's no social responsibility for anything anyone says on the internet at any given point in time. Like, I, there, there's no social responsibility for anything. I think... So... There... Yeah. I agree with you, like, there's, like, there isn't a social responsibility, but then there kind of is, because, like, when someone sees or someone says something fucked up, mm -hmm. and they call them out for it, even if it's not that fucked up, like, there's always an overreaction, mm -hmm. or it's either an underreaction. And I think there's... It's like, it's a weird balancing act. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's the right word, but like, I get what you mean. It's like, with an anonymity, you have like that place of like, there's no responsibility for what you're saying. And then like, 
one of my main issues is like, I think Twitter is one of the worst social media platforms to ever be created. I think it's up there with Facebook. And I think Facebook takes the cake. Book oh, I think Facebook takes the cake. Facebook's horrible. But like, I think Twitter's like up there as well. People are sickos. And it's um like, how do you? I don't even know if I want to get into cancel culture. Because no. the moment you start talking about cancel culture, you get canceled. It's like. I don't think people actually get canceled most of the time. Really? I don't think. I don't think it's a thing. I feel. I feel like a lot of things or like brands have a cult following that it's kind of hard. Like, it might hurt someone's pocket, but I don't think these people actually get canceled. Sometimes you just rebrand and you keep pushing. That's what it feels like most of the time. You just rebrand and it's like, yeah, okay, they, they stop caring. It depends, it depends on how severe it is, but a lot of people just try to cancel shit out of the blue. And it doesn't actually go as well as you thought. That, that, I guess uh, that side is also not shown as well. That's true. Because, like, it's also, it's always the people who are yelling the most that get the spotlight. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, some dude got called out for this and like didn't get canceled, you're not gonna really hear that story. Like Lululemon? Like, what happened with Lululemon? I'm pretty, wasn't the owner Racist? Saying, yeah. Or some shit? Yeah. I think I, I did I'm hear that sure, I'm pretty sure they're still walking with Lululemon Yo, on. No Lululemon not. be making bank, bro. I know they do. Have you ever checked their prices? No. Oh. Why am I gonna be checking out Lululemon? Did they sell guy stuff? Yeah, they do. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they sell guy stuff. I'm not checking though. You can't, you can't do some squats on some Lululemon? I'm perfectly fine with all the Lululemon. You're, you're Nike. Team Nike? Team, I'm not team anything, to be honest. Well, you're wearing a Nike tracksuit. I wanted the Nike tracksuit. <laughs> well, you're team Adidas? I'm not team anything. Oh, you'd under If the Adidas armor. tracks you look nice, I'm a cop the Adidas nah, tracks too. Under I don't think I own a piece of Under Armour. That's their, their stuff looks their good. Their boxers are fire. They are? Yeah, they're pretty good. I fuck with Saks. Saks? No, Saks Saks are fire, bro. Yo, they literally ride up and give me the worst wedgies Fact, all the time. What Saks are you wearing? My balls the... feel like they're on cloud nine in them bitches, <laughs> nah, bro. That's $50 are trash, go a long bro. way. You Nike your makes some fire ass underwear. Yo, okay. Have you tried Nike underwear? I before? haven't tried Nike underwear. Fire. Saks? Low mid, not even mid, it's low mid. Low mid? Low mid. Saks are. No, nah, you can't call Saks low mid, bro. Saks are low mid. Nah, I'm not even. I'm gonna have to get you a new pair. Fruit of the loom over Saks, bro. The Walmart $15 pack <laughs> over Saks, bro. There's no way you're Fruit of the loom? Yo, Yaklin didn't carry you? The fruit of the loom not carry you. I'm not gonna act like they didn't help you take out. Exactly. I'm not saying fruit of the loom over Saks, your wallet. They didn't carry you? Nah, that's yeah. too much. I'll, I'll let you have though. your run, but I'll let you have that one. Do, okay. The sack sell socks? I don't know. Trash. How you sell underwear and you don't sell Why socks? Why would I? I want my company to focus on what they're good at. Is socks not underwear? I want my company to focus on what they're good at. They should, the underwear? They keep my junk comfortable. How, that's debatable. Is it debatable? That's debatable. You need to buy the right pair of socks, bro. Nah, I, I bought the maybe because I got them from Winners. <laughs> oh, you you got the open pack. No, nah, no, nah, You got nah, the nah. used pack. I made sure my tips. This boy got the used pair of underwear and you're out here roasting. Nah, bro, it was still, bro. bro. It came fresh. It came in fresh that day. It was still. <laughs> oh my God, nah, this guy got the open nah, pack. No open pack. It's okay, man. Put some respect on food of the loom, bro. I, there's no disrespect on Fruit of the Loom. Just you, you but the there. way you responded, you made nah, it sound like it was like... There's other options. Mm, over Fruit of the Loom? We're growing. We're talking about budget options. What are you picking? Yeah, if I'm going to another country, I'll buy another a couple, packs of, <laughs> couple packs of Fruit of the Loom. You wouldn't pull up with sacks, though. No, it's in my good underwear, mm, bro. Get a pair of Nikes? Ooh. 
I might have to actually check. Ooh, don't even feel like you're wearing anything. They're like skin tight. I don't think I want to feel like I'm not wearing anything. But you got all that freedom. I don't think I want my meat slugging at work, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want my shit swinging at work, though. Like, I, I think... Is, is it compact? Like, yeah, you swing it. You, you, you put in the pipes, you swing in pipe. What's the problem? What's the problem? These niggas at work, bro. Ain't no niggas at work, bro. I don't think... There, there, there ain't no uh, women you work with? Not there, a single one? There's some women on the job sites. It depends, though. So what's the problem? Off limits. Okay, we'll be respectful. Always respect women. Always respect women. Always respect women. But no, seriously, I, I, I think... Well, that made it sound like you weren't serious about respecting women. No, we were. We were. Okay, we were. Okay. I love women. Just, I love them too. <laughs> what were we talking about? We went to Kanye. I want to talk about Tyler, the creator. What? Um, I remember I didn't really get into him in high school. You were very into him in high school. I'm like... I didn't start whistling him, the whistling. <laughs> I just started listening to him until like, um, like actually a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and then I didn't realize this guy's fucking like, amazing. Like, he's actually like a music genius, yes. and it's like that caught me so off guard. It's like this nigga good, yes. and it's like shit. Like, I remember like I I was so turned off from like his stuff in the beginning because I actually didn't just really didn't understand it. Like, that's one thing, I remember you even mentioned it before, like, listening to the older tracks, like, like, you didn't really get the context, but then when you're older and you have a little bit more life experience, and, like, you understand that you're like, that's what art is, bro. That shit just make you feel, like, mm-hmm. damn, that mm-hmm. shit was fire. It, it had a relatability for me for the, the whole Tyler and the dad thing. I don't even think I had an issue with my dad necessarily, but hearing Tyler be so angry about it, it made me, like, consider how I should feel about it because I never really did and it never bothered me um but a lot of that was in his music and it made me wonder why he was so angry and as I kept listening I started to understand why um but on top of that I felt generally I wasn't like an angry person but there was just every I think everybody has some type of rage or anger inside them and it kind of got that out and I never really experienced that in music before so that was really big for me so when I started to really see someone who, who was black and younger on YouTube and getting the spotlight, I was fascinated by him and he just kept doing wild shit. Like, I remember he got, where did he get banned from? Like, Switzerland? Like, that was a big so thing. Wasn't he into, like, a fight or something? He got into a fight. He got banned from countries for his music and stuff like that. People were saying that he makes horrorcore music, which, which was pretty extreme because he was, he was rapping about some shit that you definitely cannot release today. Like, there's, there's some shit in there that they rapped about that was kind of insane, but it felt like, especially because I was listening to music for a bit, where I felt like certain people were lying, and, like, anybody who listens to music knows, like, some of these rappers are fake. Like, it's true. Maybe. So for, for them, it felt like they were kind of mocking it in a way, and I feel like that's what Tyler was doing because that's what people thought rap was cool, and then he started to deviate away from that. What his beats were very weird, eerie, uncomfortable, and... As I kept listening to it and he released more music, of course, where he obviously started to change as a person, I, I started to see that. I felt like it wasn't necessarily a cry for help, but that he wanted people to see something. Like, I don't know what it was. I don't know what anybody who listened to it got out of it. There's, he has a serious following. They got something out of his music that a lot of other people just couldn't instill in their fans. And I just found that so interesting. Whether you're mad or angry or you just thought it was really cool or weird or different and 
he allowed people to just be those weird ass kids because he was weird as fuck. Yeah. He really was. And like one thing that I also found like, I related to Tyler, the creator, and it's like, I remember, I, I, don't, I don't know if it was an interview or something, but I remember he was like pretty much saying that like, he's tired of like the stereotype of black people only being like gangbangers or these like, these hardened criminals are like, just like, they're supposed to be hard. They can't be goofy. They can't be nerdy. And it's like, that was one of the things I found so cool about him was like, he pushed that narrative. And like, I partly could relate to it a lot. Cause like, I hate the stereotypical, like when you look at a black person, they're stereotyped and like, oh, a black man has to be A, B, C, D, hard, tough and all that stuff. It's like, yo, not all of us are like that. Mm-hmm. And like, even in the black community, it's that, that stereotypes kind of pushed yeah. where you got to be like, hey, yo, like, yeah, you're not acting black. And it's like, I've heard that multiple times. I'm like, every time I hear that, I think about like, what the fuck does that even what does that mean? mean? What, does, what does it mean to act, like, you're not acting black? Or you don't sound like, black? Oh, exactly. Like, I get that a lot. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? What do you mean I'm not acting black, you don't sound black? Like, that's one of the things I hate to hear coming from a black person to a black person. Or even if you have like non-black people saying that to you as friends or family members. Like, it's like super frustrating to hear. It's like, yo, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're perpetuating a stereotype that's not necessarily true. And it's like, yo... Like, black isn't this one strict identity. At the end of the day, we're all fucking people. And it's like, it's one of the things that I loved about Tyler because he pushed that and like, not in just even his, like him physically saying it, but like in his art and in his storytelling as a black artist. Mm-hmm. It's like one thing that I super loved and fell in love with Tyler Curtis for that one thing. Not only, but like, it's a huge part of it. I found that to be super cool. Yeah, I agree with you on that. He did, he did a lot of that in advocating for being weird and opening up, um, like when he was doing Loiter Squad, those, 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 that show was hilarious. <laughs> they, they were just pushing the boundaries for just <laughs> allowing us to see people just be different. Because when you, when you really think about it when you're younger, the only time you really seen other black people were on TV shows where everything was kind of serious. Mm-hmm. So it felt like having, well, as artists started to... Um, or how should I say it, entertainment became a lot bigger where we had more freedom and we were seeing our artists in other things aside from just music and music, music videos. Yeah. We've seen different people with different personalities and he was definitely one of the biggest ones there. But I'm glad that we get to see that a lot more now where people or, or even just black people in general are doing different things. And we're, we're okay with them and supporting them and doing those things because it's true. Like Music was a big thing, just like you bringing back Kanye too, where... He wasn't a gangbanger. He didn't shoot. He wasn't a gangster. And yeah. they always said, like, okay, like, what are you going to rap about? Like, that, that's, what, that's what rap is right now. Like, what are you, you going to bring that if it's not that? Like, why do we care? And he still broke the boundary, and it's just one of those things. But you're right, though, in, in relation to what acting black and sounding black is, it's just so weird that, like, I, I don't know, like, are we the only people that do that to each other? Like, you're not, like, yeah, you that's don't a sound good like, question. like, are we the only race that kind of does that to each other? Where like, there's a white person go up to a white person and be like, hey, yo, you got to act a little bit more white. Like, I, I don't think so. And, like, another thing about, like, like I don't want to be hating on black people towards black people. There's, like, a lot of dumb stereotypes where it's like, yo, like, that makes no sense. And it's like it perpetuates a cycle of like, yo, like, it's kind of ignorance. And it's like an ignorance that's like continuously taught. And it's like, how are you going to overcome this when like you're not even willing to learn? And like, you don't even, you're not even aware of your own ignorance. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you even open up a conversation to be like, hey, yo, 
what you said there was like it's wrong, dumb, and also offensive. But without them like being like, nah, just shut up. Like this, they will just dismiss you. But like, or even have a conversation about it. It's like, it's quite annoying. I don't know. It's kind of hard because I feel like it depends on where you live to or where you grow up where certain things are just the norm. Like whether it be like basketball, music, cars, where if you grow up around that and you're not, people just get uncomfortable with learning new shit. And then there are people who are okay with people being different, but that's not, I don't think it's nurtured as much as just bringing in people who know the same shit that you do. And there's nothing wrong with that per se. Like, if we have the same interests, we have the same interests. But nobody naturally gravitates towards people with different interests. So you kind of get shunned out in a way, not purposefully all the time. And it's kind of hard for you to really be okay with that. Because now you're growing up with a different interest. Now you feel like you're like an outsider. Well, you're not necessarily. It's just people just don't have the same interests. Yeah. So it's hard to Have a like, common yeah, ground. Yeah, or... common ground. And actually want to be okay with what you're interested in. And Yeah. Um, I don't know. That 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 subject's pretty touchy because I feel like there's too many layers to that in itself. Because a lot of it does feel like ignorance, but at the same time, I feel like we're also preoccupied with other things. It's hard to make that like a big fight. Yeah. Where that's where we're like, all right, like allow people to be different. Like I feel like now it just kind of happens. But you're right. Before being like a black sheep was just weird. Yeah, being a black sheep. Like, yeah, amongst right. other yeah. sheep. Yeah, it's like, what, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Like, it ostracizes <laughs> you when you're already a black sheep in a more broader sense. Basically. So it's like, yo. Basically. I'm double black. Like, <laughs> I'm going to have to take this call soon. Um, I want to circle back. You were talking about art. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what do you really want to do with like your art? Because I know you've done sketching and stuff. I personally love character designs. Like, I, I like, there, there's a lot of times where I've thought up a design for a character, whether it be based off of something else or something I created. And I want to be able to do that and have, like, sets of them having personalities, essentially. Like, just making a character and allowing people to experience them just for fun. Um, I actually enjoy architecture a lot, but that's, like, I want to learn how to draw people first or really well before I get into that because that's just deep. That's just, there's so much I could do with that in landscaping and backgrounds and stuff like that. But I feel like drawing people and characters are, is really interesting and fun to me. I feel like there's just so much you can do with it. And I feel like I get lost in those thoughts myself when I'm thinking up of new characters or scenarios. Even like a lot of times I, I feel like I think of animated music videos from songs that I'm hearing in my own head. Like, that maybe I'll create one day, but maybe I won't, but just, it just kind of comes to me, and I haven't figured out how to get that out yet, even if it's just as simple as creating the character, not really having them in motion or anything, but just seeing it come alive. I want to be able to do that um, at a high skill. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else on... I think I had more questions. I'm just drawing a blank right now. Um, we talked about music. We talked about art. Talk about some life. Life? You said you had a crazy story to tell me. Oh, my God. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hear this story. Oh, okay. Um, how do I say this civilly? So, basically, 
to skip the boring part. No, no, no. We, I want, I want the, no, all the no, details. No, no, no. I want all, set I, the I, stage. I got, I got some, Give me some context. Set I, the stage. <laughs> don't, don't just. just okay. All right. So, so she stabbed me in my back. I want, okay. I want to get. All right. You know so, you were the, you the hit a tape scratch. Yeah. So you're wondering, how did I get here? No, I want, I want to see all of it. All of it. Yeah. I'll leave out where I met this girl. Okay. I started talking to this girl. It was amongst a, a group of other people, and. I guess we were both, how do I say it? Because it wasn't a, a group chat, essentially. We were just kind of troll people in the same way you make similar types of jokes. And in my own head, I never really thought, like, oh, you know, I should reach out to this person. I just thought they were funny. We were all just being cordial and stuff like that, right? So they ended up hitting me, and I talked casually here and there, like normal conversation um, to this girl. And it was probably months of that like just casual conversation about random stuff whether it be anime um gaming especially that's kind of where our interests were and at the time i was seeing somebody so i wasn't I, I, like i don't work that way but i also didn't see it to become anything more so i kind of just left it so the person i was seeing at the time we split and i was alone for a bit trying to get my thoughts together and it, it rolled around into the summer and then the same person uh from the group chat that I was talking to kind of was asking <laughs> <laughs> was asking to be a sexual partner of mine damn so she slid into your DM basically like how you doing yeah and it, this was pretty fresh off of essentially a breakup that didn't really it didn't end my, like my last relationship didn't end badly at all like it was on good terms so getting over it that way was different where I don't have any malice or anything towards the person. So it was just kind of like, oh, damn. Like, You're not angry about yeah, to go ang- yeah. bench press 350. Exactly. Like, I, like, it just kind of hurts that it didn't work. So I let this person uh, know, and they seem to understand to a certain degree. And then they're asking to, for us to be friends with benefits, essentially. Damn, she wanted a pipe. Basically. You were in the fruit of the loom. <laughs> Damn, I was in the sacks. Don't do me like that. Don't do me like that, You're bro. swinging the pipe in the fruit. <laughs> Yo, get fruit of the loop out of here. Yeah, we're we're so. grown ass. Man, yeah, bro. what's wrong with fruit of the loop, bro? you have them from back in the day, they're fine. But if you're going you to... You you don't got a backup here for laundry day yeah, or something? Yeah, you got a backup here from back in the day. Couple of rips in, in there. In, in, <laughs> 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 you're grown out having holes in your underwear Yo, it's right backup, now. bro. You're like, it's backup. That's insane. Laundry day, that's all nah, it is. Nah, I'm not saying me, I'm just saying in general. With, like, you could have a one-two pack, but if you're going out and willingly just buying food the loom, bro, like... You said you'd take them on vacation, man. Yeah. Stay at home vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, let's continue back to the story. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically, she asked for that, and I, I told her, nah, well, I didn't say no necessarily. I said, I'm fine with that. That's not my thing. Like, I don't usually work that way. Like, usually when I, I get intimate with somebody, I've been talking to them for a while and I kind of know them where sex isn't an issue. So this is new for me. So I'm not opposed to this, but if we're going to do this, I'm, like, I'm going to talk you through it. Like, it's not something I'm just going to fall into. And you're going to give her, like, a five-step plan or something? <sighs> not necessarily. <laughs> but, like, yo, like, maybe we'll hang out and I'll let you know that... Damn, you playing hard to get. I don't know about Shit. that. I don't know if I'll hurt to get. Maybe. <laughs> I, maybe. Um, so after that happened, I hung out with this person and everything was fine. It was completely normal. I went over to their place. 
were just hanging out, we were watching some movies or whatever. And it was fine. I was like, okay. Like, I wasn't thinking anything of it. Like, I know that what was said was mentioned, but my headspace wasn't there. So, and I'm obviously not going to do it, like, the first time I hung out with you. That's just, that's just not me. So, as I got to know this person through that month, uh, I seen them again. Hold on, you waited a month? No, like, throughout the month, I was talking to them and okay. more often. And then hanging you out with them. You a stand-up guy. I'm a stand I am a stand-up guy. Thank you. Where's and the food of the loom and stand-up? I, not. <laughs> We're wearing sacks. <laughs> okay. We're wearing sacks. We're in the Flatbush boxers. I want a sponsorship with that. And then <laughs> give, give me a flat, give me a Flatbush sponsor so I can get those. The boxers. Flatbush got socks. Yeah, they do. See, yo, sacks need an upgrade, bro. Sacks need an upgrade, bro. You got me thinking, you know. Actually, New Balance. Oh, you're a New Balance type of guy. It's not yeah. Under Armour. It's New Balance. It's New Balance. Mm. Those are kind of fire. Mm-hmm. They're okay. Nike is a little bit better. Okay, I have to try the Nikes. But anyways, so I went to see her again, and there's a little bit more aggression here. With, on her side? On, on her side. Ooh. Which is fine, because when, when I agreed to the contract with her. Contract. <laughs> contract. <laughs> <laughs> when I agreed to this, I was kind of oh, like. Were you on a tab or like a. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. It was commission, it was commission. Commission, right? it was commission okay. Right? And so what I explained to her was like, I, I don't really half-ass anything. So if you're going to feel comfortable around me, like I'm just going to be myself. Like I don't mean anything behind this, but this is who I am. So whether you're comfortable or you feel like you're a little bit intimate or you feel vulnerable, like that's just be like, I'm not faking this to get something out of you. Like this is just who I am and how I want to be. And I feel comfortable enough to allow myself to share that with you. Um, and so she's been a little bit aggressive on the intimacy part. And I was kind of like, I'm not feeling this right now. And I was kind of pushing back, but it also felt like, like I know this is weird because guys, like, guys don't usually say it's that. It's normally the opposite. It's usually yeah. the opposite. opposite. But I felt like, nah, kind of, I don't want this right now. I'm not going to lie to you. So, But I feel like I had to participate in it a bit so I can like, Get, weed her off yeah basically that's what it felt like which was so weird and i kind of brushed it off or whatever and then this is the second time i hung out with them and then the third time you know stuff happened hung out with her we were eating stuff happens so did you swing pipe or not uh, hold on hold on, hold on. Oh, so okay. and then you were eating I, 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 yeah i was supposed to leave because i had some stuff to do the next day and I ended up drinking and i'm like uh, yeah, so we, sorry about the interruption. We can continue okay, the, the so wild story. From the wild story. So she was, she was a little bit aggressive there. And in my own head, like, I felt like I had to participate a little bit and like indulge a little bit so I could get some space because they seemed like they were really feeling it. And I realized, like, okay, like, I know maybe I should rethink how I go about this. And so that happened, went home kind of brush it off, whatever, end up talking about it. Um, no, it wasn't, there wasn't really an issue, so it wasn't really explained, like, I wasn't feeling it. I, I, I felt like maybe in my own head that it was understood that because nothing happened from that instance that I was still taking my time because, like, I'm still fresh off a breakup, bro. Like, I just, you know, thought it was understood because I'm pretty clear with how I explain myself. So anyways, she thought she could just bully you into like, maybe damn. maybe she thought because I guess certain guys fuck with that and that's just not me. 
So the third time I'm hanging out with her, you know, we ate and we were drinking. Food? Yeah. <laughs> Fam, you know I like to eat, bro. You know I like to eat, bro. Don't be like that. I just have to clarify. No, I just no, have to clarify. I, I like to eat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. I, I know you. I know you like to nah, eat, nah, so nah, I have to nah, make sure nah, it was nah, food. Nah. Sometimes I gotta know the person. And like you came in here saying you don't eat food, food anymore. It gotta be liquid. Yeah, oh, so. Shit, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how you watch things over there. <laughs> no, um, so basically, so third time we're hanging out, whatever. I didn't want to drive home because I, I drank a bit and I had to do something the next day. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll just leave early because obviously it's safer. And so I went to sleep. Everything was fine. And we woke up. You know, stuff happened. Uh, shit happened. You know, sometimes you slang some peen. <laughs> and in, in my own head. You're pushing P. I was pushing P. You're pushing P. <laughs> <laughs> You're pushing P. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I was pushing P. I was pushing P. And in my own head, I'm like, okay, let me, like, let me just get out of my comfort zone because like maybe maybe I'm just too guarded maybe this will work let me not be so defensive about this like let me just let it happen because like I trust this person to a certain degree I don't think anything bad's gonna come out of it so I did and midway through pushing P I'm just like you know what I don't think I'm ever gonna do this again and there are some things in there that I won't explain that happened <laughs> that made me realize like you know this isn't for me <laughs> And so, you know, finished, cleaned up, went home. Did you both finish or just you finish? I finished. <laughs> you know, I'm a timely person. I finished. <laughs> and so, went home. And I'm pretty sure I ended up having a conversation with um, Like, that happened. And those three times in that month we hung out, that was it. Like, after talking to this person for a bit and then... Um, more often recently at that time. And now we're like a month later, let's say about three weeks after sitting with how I felt, I kind of went out and told them like, you know what? Let's just take like sex off the table. Like I still think you're really cool and stuff like that. But this just isn't for me. Like, like I'm, I'm, I really wasn't in the headspace to be doing that. And we had a conversation and it was like, we both consented to whatever that was. Was she being rational about it? Like me? Was oh. she being rational about it? Cause she seemed kind of aggressive. If she's just like, uh, I mean, you could figure out once I tell the rest. So basically, <laughs> after these three weeks had passed, I told her, let's just honestly take sex off the table. Like this is just, I I don't want you to feel some type of way about me. Like whether it be good or bad. Like maybe you'll fall for me, maybe you won't. Like I don't want it to be anywhere. So like let's just let's just be friends, you know? Like let me give it some time to process how I feel. And she did that. She gave me that space. But I want to add before that this conversation happened, there was provocative photos sent to me in a dress explaining that she wanted to go out with me in this dress. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Um, <laughs> did you say that's great? <laughs> I didn't say that's great, obviously. I'm more... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm more classy than that, but in my own head, it didn't it didn't sway how I felt about her. Not to say that she wasn't good looking or anything like that. That just showed me how much I shouldn't be doing that. Mm. So that so the conversation after happened a couple of days after uh, she sent those photos, and 
Ooh, that might have hurt. Damn. Maybe. Maybe. Damn. Truth She's out here put, putting the having all that sauce, and you're like, nah. I like Alfredo though. Sometimes it's <laughs> red pot, red sauce. I like Alfredo. I'm lactose though, so you know sometimes you gotta pick and choose. I'm not. I don't like Alfredo no more. I like oxtail now. The oxtail. Oxtail. How you go from pasta to oxtail? People change. People change. People change. Oxtail gravy be going crazy. And tables be turning. Yeah. So that happened, and so she actually gave me my space. I, I said, like, you know, like, I just want time to process my emotions because I definitely needed that, um, given how this breakup was different and how uh, my breakups have been before where it was kind of, like, chaotic. And I was angry at the person for what happened. And this was different. It was, it was cordial. It was sad, but, you know, it ended how it should have. And so, let, like, actually two months passed where I wasn't talking to anybody. Like, I would talk to... Um, some of my friends here and there, I wasn't hanging out with anybody. Like it was just me and I was working and then I ended up going to trade school for my last year and I was just kind of focusing on that. And I obviously started to realize about myself on what I wanted moving forward and stuff like that. And I kind of felt like I was in a better space. So now it's about November and there's a concert coming up. I believe it was Tiana Taylor, which was a, first of all, before I continue the story, Tiana Taylor did an amazing job on, this was her last tour cause she's retiring. That concert was crazy. Wait, how old is she? Tiana Taylor is... How old is Tiana Taylor, Juwan? Was she like 30, late 30s? Damn. Must she, be nice. Yeah, she looks amazing yeah. though. And um, so that concert was crazy. And this person was also attending this concert. Um, <clears throat> so they messaged me before the concert date about if I was still going. Cause at the time I told other people in that same group chat that, hey, this is going on. Are you guys gonna buy tickets? And some people did, right? And I seen some of them there and she was messaging me if I was still going. Cause she said she was unsure. Cause she wanted to know if her friend was gonna come with her. So at the time, like after that conversation, I, I didn't know if she was going or not. Cause she never followed up, but now she's telling me she is. And her friend's not. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'll see you there. Like, why not? But she was making it seem like when I was talking to her, like how she ended the conversation before I said that, she was like, oh, okay, well, have fun. I'm like, well, like, we're all going to be at the concert. Like, why are you acting like you kind of yeah. passive aggressive. Yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm not, like, from our last conversation, I didn't, like, push you away. Or maybe I didn't feel like I did. You know, like, obviously, I'm not, I don't want to dismiss the way that the other person feels. But I was still talking to you here and there. I was actually busy with um, whether it worked or, or school or um, what I was going through and actually just trying to still be myself and not get too down or beat myself up too much. And like, I didn't understand why that reaction was like, that. I'm like, nah, like we can all hang out at the concert. Like what's wrong with you? So the concert happened and it ends and we're leaving now. And I lost, I lost a person in the crowd when we were leaving. And so I waited outside for a bit. It was, I took, I took, I went to the concert for my sister's birthday, by the way. So I was with my sister and then she was there and there were some other people from the group chat. And so I'm calling her on the phone. And I'm like, oh, where are you? You know, and she's like, oh, I'm at my car. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's pretty cold. So me and my sister are just going to go home because we were supposed to go eat. But my sister didn't want to because it was late. It was like 12. And like, kind of nobody, we're downtown. There's no parking. Places are closed. Like, at best Time we're getting, to go home, man. Yeah, like, best we're getting like McDonald's or something like that. So it's like, fuck yeah. it, we're just going to go home. She's like, oh, okay. And the way she said, oh, okay, it sounded like she was going to follow up with something. So I waited a bit. And then she didn't say anything. So I was like, 
okay, bye. And I hung up, right? So I'm like, okay, everything's cool. That must have been awkward. Yeah, it felt awkward. So I got in my car, driving home with my sister. And then my- Well, this is where it gets crazy? Wait. And Hold on, because I, I think this is where it gets crazy. Hold no, on. No, no, no. So I'm driving. And you know how you have your phone standing in your car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my phone lights up and I see this thick paragraph. And I'm like, hey, yo, it's 12 o'clock. My friends don't message me. This. My <laughs> friends know my sleeping schedule. So either someone is messaging me because something important's happening or like someone who doesn't know me from work is messaging me. So I'm, I, I hit the red light because we're in traffic. We're going down. We're downtown. We're leaving downtown. So there's traffic. So I'm reading this message. And this message was talking about like how I just wanted to talk to you. And I, I, I was there with you. And I just wanted to kiss you and all that. And I was just like, hold on. I had a conversation about PDA, like, personally. I got to be with you for, like, 12 years before I do PDA, like, honestly. 12 like, years? 12 years. That, minimum. That's excessive. It is excessive. 12 like, years. I, you, I have to really like you to do PDA. A slave? <laughs> you can't throw that in there, bro. It's Black History Month. Sorry, it is Black History Month. Sorry, sorry. No. <laughs> Obviously not 12 years, but I have to be really comfortable with you because that's just not my thing. Like, personally, I feel like intimacy to some degree is, like, I know sometimes when you go out with your friends, whatever, with your significant other, yeah, you have some affection here and there, but just generally, like, PDA is not my thing. So, like, she knows about that, and I know she didn't mean it in that way, but I felt like if I was there, she would have tried something, and I kind of had to shut that down, so I, I had responded to her saying, like, you know what, like, you know that's not my thing, and... I don't understand why you didn't say something when we were on the phone. Like I gave you that that pause in between to say something. Like I I don't know why I don't know if I'm intimidating or maybe you're shy or you don't know how to get your feelings. But you could have said that. So you coming up. Nah, with she wanted you to read her mind. Basically. Be like, and, hey yo, this is this is this when you're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, this is when. Yeah, like are you? And I feel like it shouldn't be that way with how um all the conversations were before where they're so open. So in my own head. I remember at the very beginning, because I didn't mention it, I told her, like, look, you can say you want to be friends with benefits, but feelings change. I said this three times to her, like, this, like, anything could happen at any given moment, whether you dislike me or you like me more, like, feelings change. Like, don't get caught up thinking, like, you're, she persistent. like that you're thick-skinned, like, nothing's going to happen. Like, she persistent. When, when you like someone, yeah. you like someone, right? And so, I felt like that's where it was going, where now I'm, I've clearly backed off for almost two months, and... You still have these feelings for me that I have. How to good was the it. pipe, bro? Damn. You still Why get, does everybody yo, you still, say that you when I tell the story? You, still get, you guys you still are acting like pipe, I destroyed bro. her vagina, you, bro. You out here looking like Mario, bro. What is wrong with you guys? You still get, I don't know, man. You guys are acting like. If I we're being realistic, in. if we're being realistic, how often is the tables turned where someone's pursuing you? When a girl is pursuing you, how is that? How often is that? A girl always pursues me. I'm not gonna lie. Damn, that you be swinging some good pipes, oh damn my shit, God, bro. shit. That's why you work as an insulator, <laughs> bro. Damn. No, no, my last two relationships, both both girls approached me, so that's nothing new to me. But damn, short guys are in now, bro. We've always been in, bro. No, don't don't lie. You, you just don't notice us. Don't notice us. Don't right? you don't yeah, us, we don't right? notice you guys. You fly right under yeah, the radar. Yeah, it's okay. We got our own thing. Don't worry about it. Stay up there, do your thing. You stay down there, yeah, bro. Yeah, we got everything going on. So, yeah. <laughs> so, basically, I told her that, and clearly her feelings were changing. And so I had to have another conversation with her, basically outlining, like, look, I'm, I had to re reiterate how I felt. Where, like, I'm just not in the headspace to be in a relationship right now. Like, I am not. Like, I'm not. 
I don't want you to think that something's going to come out of this. I don't want to feel like you're waiting. Like, and I was saying this out of concern because unrequited love sucks. Yeah. It does. It does. It, it sucks a lot, and I've been there, and I don't want you to go so through much. with that. But at the same time, in my head, it was hard for me to justify her feelings. Like, I wasn't dismissing them, but I didn't do I, – I felt like I didn't do anything too crazy for her to fall for me. Like, I didn't, I didn't buy – sling some good pipe. <laughs> I, that could, I guess that's enough sometimes. Like, I didn't buy you any crazy gifts. You know, I, like, I was obviously talking to you because you're interesting to talk to. But then as I sat and thought about that, I thought about that when it, the roles are reversed where uh, guys are talking to girls and girls are just, some people are just nice and people take that as like, oh, like, she, this person likes me or they want me. So maybe it was that, maybe it was a combination with maybe I'm not like other guys that she's been with. So this felt like new. Did you think it was like anything like her bringing things from her past relationship, like meeting you, you being such a... I guess, nice guy, mm -hmm. like not stereotypical to like her previous Hold experiences. On. First off, I want to say kind because I can be an asshole and I feel like nice people I agree that. can't be assholes. I agree you can be I'm an asshole. I'm a kind asshole. person, so I know when to you can be an asshole. Treat, treat you properly. And an asshole. That's true, I'm sorry. It I don't accept your apology. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. And, um, but I do think kind is a more appropriate word. Appropriate word, yeah. Wait, you were saying something. So yeah, I was asking, do you think like she was bringing like her past experiences with this current one that she's having with you? Because like, I'm not saying it's like, it's generally like, it's always the opposite. Males are the pursuer mm -hmm. and females are the pursued. So I'm just wondering like, if she's so adamant and it's like, if it's not you slinging some good schlong, then it has to be like, <laughs> it has to be like something else. And you're right about that, but obviously I'm not gonna, say everything but she hasn't had many long relationships at all so if that's your point of reference like you never had a long relationship i don't know what these guys were like when you were with them or how they treated you but if you being able to be vulnerable with me kind of opened the door for you to fall for me that fast that makes me wonder are you in love with me because of how i make you feel or are you actually like she's like in love with the idea of you the rather idea than of actually being exactly. in love exactly and it doesn't matter either or but it let me know like okay like it, it is going in that direction where i'm unsure but clearly something has to be said so i told her you know what i this i don't want you to think anything's coming out of this like we're just friends like i i don't want to lie to you like i'm not in the headspace to be in a relationship with anybody and she was clearly bothered about it. And she said, you know what? I need some time to process what you're saying. And I said, okay, like, that's fine. Like, you gave me space. I'm going to give you space to do your thing. Like, I'm here whenever that happens. She seemed like she was agreeing on talking to me after New Year's. And I'm like, okay, cool, fine, whatever. And then about two weeks passed. And then she's, like, messaging me, like, nothing happened. And I was like, oh, okay, like, you really sorted out your feelings pretty quickly. Like, I'm not going to judge. Like, if you're over it, you're over it. Fine, sure. Um, but it was one of those things where I don't mind because I, I have multiple social media apps in my phone. I don't use all of them that way. It's mostly to message people. Well, when you're messaging me on four different apps and I'm going to work and I come home, chances are I'm not going to respond to every single, like, I'm not going to go into every app or respond to you. Like, that's just a given. And sometimes I just didn't want to talk. Like, that was still, that wasn't removed. Like, I never changed that through conversation. So, okay, whatever. I respond here and there. I wasn't being disrespectful. I wasn't just completely airing her. Unless it felt that way to her. Like, you know, sometimes I wouldn't respond for a day. But I actually worked that day and then I came home. I went to sleep, you know? 
I'm, like most people know my schedule. Like Monday to Thursday, like sometimes you might not hear from me. That's just how it is. That's nothing new. Um, so maybe, I so I graduated my final year of trade school, which was awesome because I don't have to go back again. So I'm like, I'm a certified mechanic. I'm a thermal engineer. I don't ever like calling that, it that because uh, it sounds sexy, that's right? That sounds bro. fire. Thermal engineer. Thermal engineer that, sounds fire. Bro. But when you actually go to work and see what you do, it's like, <laughs> hey, it don't feel like that. But when, you know, you make the money you make. So now nah, you gotta put that spice on it, bro. I might put it Walk in my bio. In. Yeah, I'm a thermal engineer, bro. Shit. Might, that's why I have to fight pictures sometimes. <laughs> and so I graduated, whatever, and Christmas is coming Congrats. around. Congrats. Thank you. Honestly, thank you. And uh, I didn't have anything planned, but there was an exhibit coming up, the Klimt exhibit, the artist, which most people I probably don't know where they Yeah, I don't know. know who that is. It's fine, don't worry about it. So there's a Klimt exhibit, just like the Van Gogh one down mm, uh, downtown. Okay. So it's basically like that. I never been to it, so I don't know anything about it. And I had another friend. Um, Sorry to pause, but those are actually pretty freaking fire. Like those entire exhibits, like those entire art rooms, those are pretty cool. Just have you been to it? Uh, I was supposed. To, I went to one, and then I was. I didn't. I wanted to go to the Van Gogh one, mm. but I didn't end up going because of COVID and stuff. Yeah. But like, it's a segue. But I also think that's super cool that that comes to the city, and like, it's always something I would recommend people to go and see. But back to the story. Sorry to interrupt. No, it's fine. It's perfectly fine because I was going to mention the exhibit because I felt I felt completely different about it. Mm. But um, so uh, a friend, another friend I had that I made in the same group chat um, asked me to like we were both trying to go out, but I wasn't really trying to hang out with anybody. But I'm like, OK, fuck it. Like this exhibit, I don't know how long, how much longer it's going to be here. Restrictions are lifting. Like, let me just go for one day. Like I haven't been hanging. I like the last time I seen people was um, my boy, Juwan. And I hung out with him, like... You said it like he's not in the room. We mentioned Yeah, he's before. right there, but, like, you know what I'm saying? He's there, but he's not there. You're... Yes, sir. <laughs> 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 and, um, yeah, he was... I, hang out, I hung out with him... I was hanging out with him in the summer, and then I didn't see him for, like, three months. I'm like, let me go, let me go hit him up, you know? So I seen him in, like, I think it was around November, and that was it. He was the only person I saw on, on that whole downtime. And then, so I'm like, okay, fuck it. I didn't really want to hang with anybody. Let me go to this exhibit with this person. Like, they're cool. Um, let's just, let me just fucking go downtown and just clear my head, whatever. So I went to the exhibit. Um, first of all, the Clint's exhibit. I first, if Clint was here, I feel like he'd be pissed. <laughs> I feel like he'd be pissed. They're selling his artwork on mugs in fine china. Oh. I don't know how he'd feel about that. His artwork being on flasks and stuff. I didn't think. Uh, I thought it was going to be something different. No, I was I, speaking from the Van Gogh, what I saw in it. Maybe that one was different. It mm. was just, you go in there and it's just projected on walls and you just stand there and you just kind of look at all the artwork. Oh, you think that's trash too? Or? Yeah. That. Yeah. For the way his work looks, I... I don't know. I don't know what else they would have done, but I, I feel like my boy would have been here cheesed if he was standing there <laughs> like, like, what the hell is this? What you're is ruining it. it. You're ruining Look it. Look at my lips. You're ruining, you're ruining it. Ruining it. And I ended up buying a book with his work, which I, I feel like I'll appreciate a lot more seeing like whether it's his words or not. I didn't actually go through it yet. I want to save it, but I'm assuming he had some um, things he said about his own pieces and stuff like that, which probably holds more value than whatever they did at that thing. But anyways, um... The person I was with was also a woman, and I ended up posting them on IG because I ended up Ooh. becoming really cool with this person because they know how to take a joke, and she knows how to roast back. So it just became one of those things where you're in the group chat, and everybody thinks you hate each other, but you don't. Like, you could just, you could just dish clap it out. Clap back at each other, You could other, just yeah. clap back. So I posted this person because other people in the group chat would be like, oh, they're together. Like, I'm surprised they didn't kill each other. Something funny like mm-hmm. that, right, where they just kind of know. And so with that being said... I don't usually check my own IG story, 
but I was still out with this person after I posted. And so I, I'm on IG to respond to a DM. And then I click my story by mistake. And like, you know, at the bottom of IG, you can see who's checking your story. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that works. I don't know if it's like the most recent people you talk to or someone who checks your story often. I don't know how that works. But like I seen uh, the other person's face here that I told like we, you know, just got to be friends or whatever. And her face was there. So I'm like, let me just cycle through my story, whatever. And then the picture where I was with this other woman, she read, she seen it. And then the post after that, I don't see the face no more. And they're in conjunction with each other. Like they were at the same time. So I'm like, okay, let me just brush it off, whatever. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I really think I'm like, okay, her face isn't there. Maybe she exited the story. And so my other friend calls me and she's like, yo, where are you? And I'm like, yo, I'm downtown. I'm at the mall. And she's dying. And I'm like, yo, what's so funny? She's like, oh, okay, just call me when you get home. So in my own head, like when this person called, like when my friend calls me and she's laughing, either something really stupid happened or like she just thought something was funny and it, like she's wanting me to know about it. But like I didn't. Think that was anything. weird. She just called you and said, "Yeah, exactly. And then said, "I call there, you to get home." Worry. There's more to it. It connects. And so, I, I wait till I get home. Whatever. I, I left uh, my friend after we went to the exhibit in the mall. And I go home now and I call my friend. And my friend's like, "Yo, what did you do to this girl?" And so to give some backstory, the friend on the phone that's my close friend, I ended up making her talk to the girl from the group chat because they had similar interests. And they listen to different music. They listen to like rock and stuff like that. So I thought they'd get along. I'm just like, you should hit up this person. So they talked here and there. I, didn't, I don't know how often or how uh, frequent it was, but they talked here and there. So they kind of knew each other, right? So this girl from the group chat is messaging my friend about me because of what I posted on, my, on Instagram. So I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Like y'all in a relationship wait, 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 or something? Wait, wait, like... wait, wait. So I'm like, yo, let me go check. Let me go check my IG. So I go and I check her my DMs and I see her page and I click on it, page not found. Oh, I got blocked? I'm like, no, oh, wait, no, no. So she I hit got, you with so, the B. So I got the big block. So I go on Twitter and I, I click on her page. It says this user is blocked to you. I'm like, you know way I got blocked. On all socials? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, okay, so. That's so childish. So I posted someone else who's not my girlfriend and everybody knows I am not seeing. Like, this is the last person I'd actually get in a relationship. Like, I, this girl is my friend, but I can't stand her. Like, there's no way I'm getting into a relationship with her, you know? This person. And so, you're mad about that. Okay, fine, justified. You have your feelings about me. You feel some type of way. That's fine. And then my friend on the phone is telling me, like, yo, what did you do to this girl? I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's saying, like, yo, I might cut this part. Out, and I'll just skip that. But we had a conversation about what I had done to her, and then I had to explain what actually happened. And the story is not. Wait, so aligned. she went back and said something else. Well, she was basically trying to tell my friend on the phone that what her version of the story was, which was very, very far from what actually happened. Hmm. So whatever they had their conversation, and I explained to her what actually happened. She's like, "Okay, this girl's crazy. Like, you gotta actually like, you gotta deal with that one time because." This clearly seems like it's going to be a problem. I mean, you technically dealt with it tw twice, and it's like, Thank you. it's like Thank a boomerang. You throw Thank it away you. and keep coming back. I, I felt like I dealt with it properly. And so I'm blocked on everything, so I can't even message. So I'm like, okay, cool. When I get a chance, I'll mention it. So the same night, an hour or two later, phone lights up. I get this. This one was thick. This was a thick. This was, it was a thicker than the one you were yeah, driving. It was thicker than the last one. Like it's taking up my whole phone screen. I'm like, yo. You got, what a, did you I... got a big score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What... You got real estate on your screen. <laughs> like, what did I do, bro? So I'm reading this message now, and she's obviously mad. And she's like, she's basically detailed, like, I can't believe I wasted my time with you. 
I can't believe you did that to me. What? And it's, it's been six months and you've been putting in no effort. Oh. And I'm just like... Yo, we're dating? I'm like, what are we even talking about? <laughs> like, I, like, you guys don't understand how confused I was with this paragraph. And she basically tried to end it off with, like, many shit. Oh. And, and then she talked to her, her other, like, friends or coworkers about me and said that I wasn't worth her time. And I don't even know how we got here. And so I yo, basically she had in to, a different book. And, yo, her reality is completely different. Whatever she experienced was not she, my experience. She thought she, she was in, in, in Infinity Kiyomi, yeah, bro. Yeah. She I'm, just caught up. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, yo, were we dating? Or, like, it wasn't, I didn't know we were dating. If we were dating. Like, this is new to me. So I'm sorry. So I basically had to tell her, like, yo, I don't know what you're talking about this six months. I hung out with you three times in one month. Three times on separate occasions. And I'd never seen you again after that. So I don't even know what your actual issues with me or why you didn't think I was putting in effort, but we didn't even agree to it being a relationship. Yeah, I don't even know where weird. this came yeah. from. So that happened and it was just so bizarre because after you had this whole conversation with my other friend talking shit about me and how you're never going to talk to me again and I was blocked. Now I'm unblocked and I basically told her like, yo, like if you're going to treat me like this, like I, I don't see what the point is. Like if you're going to do this and I, I personally don't even think I did anything, like, I can't imagine if I actually did something. And to, you like, were actually in an in actual a relationship. relationship. Like, I don't want to, like, what would you have done then? So I'm like, okay, like. You would wake up without some pipe, bro. You would have wake up with some pipe that's missing, bro. That's what I'm bro. saying, bro. <laughs> and there's other occasions before that I didn't take in that I was, I was talking to Juan about, like, where I didn't peep, like, on my birthday after I broke up with my, um, the last person I was with. She came to drop off some, like, gifts for my birthday, which was, like, cool, okay, because I, I guess, you know, you think I'm sad because I explained my situation. Which is cool. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. I didn't think anything of it. And then there was another time where I was, I was with Juwan at his crib. We're chilling. It's like 8 o'clock. I'm about to leave. And I think I got a phone call or a message. And she's asking, like, are you home? I'm like, no. I'm not, I'm not home. I'm like, where are you? And she's like, oh, okay, don't worry about it. And so I'm driving home. And so she's like, are you going to be home? Like, so I basically, I basically told her, like, I was going to be home in, like, the next 40 minutes, basically. I'm driving from Scarborough. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm driving home and I get home now. And she's like, oh, are you home? Because I left. And I'm like, left, left where? I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, oh, I wanted to drop something off for you. This girl was waiting at my house. Like, she was waiting at my house. I don't know how long, but she was waiting at my house. That's so I'm not like, creepy, bro. So I'm like, in my own head, I'm like, maybe because I know one of her friends lives near North York, which no. isn't far. So I'm like, no. you know, maybe she's driving by. There's she's... no way she's in the area, bro. There's I'm no way she's in the area. Nah, bro. There's no way she's in the area. So I'm like, okay, you know what? She's in the area. She want to drop something off. I'm home. Like, yo, just come drop it off. You're already here. You know, whatever. Drops it off. And it was just moments like that where I'm like, oh, you, you like, you were lying. Like, you actually liked me and you didn't, you approached it the wrong way and it didn't go your way and you're really mad at me right now. And I understand, or maybe it couldn't be that. I could be wrong, but that's how it felt. And so after that whole conversation happened and I kind of blocked her and everything, she was still messaging me. She was like texting me. I had to like block her, not, I didn't block her number just in case. Cause I, I don't like having like private number phone calls. Cause sometimes it's like work. Cause it's numbers I don't know. So I don't want to delete it. And then, you know, I'm answering the wrong phone calls. I don't remember people's numbers like that. So she's there messaging me. And apparently she went to like therapy and was telling me about like her therapy sessions and stuff. And I wasn't reading the messages, but that's like what the little notification bar was saying. I'm like, this, 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 this isn't for me, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. 
I mean, it wasn't it for you for twice, and then like, yeah. the, like what? And I'm like, I'm like, okay, this girl, I need to cut this girl off. And so since we're still in that group chat, it's hard to like not see the other person there. But I don't really care because I, I didn't feel like I did anything wrong. I said what I had to say, and I thought everything was fine. And then it reached a point where, uh, in the group chat, the girls and the guys have separate conversations. Like obviously, just like in case like the guys want to go do something, the girls want like we all obviously talk together. But there's also separate... it's on Discord, right? Yeah, it's on so Discord. you have like a female chat, male yeah. chat, and then like general. For exactly. Everyone? So they're talking about their thing, and she's basically like trying not necessarily expose me, but they're asking about like if anybody got with anybody else in the Discord, and she's kind of like trying to mention my profile pic and stuff like that. She's trying to throw some shade. Yeah, not even shade. She's trying to say it was like a summer fling and all that. I'm like. It, it wasn't even that. It wasn't even a thing. It wasn't even a thing. And it was just so weird. And, and it just got out of hand. And I was just like, you know what, man? Like, did, 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 I, I just have to, like, I already blocked you and did what I had to do. At this point, I just got to be cordial and just ignore it. Like, I'm not going to give you any type of in. I'm not going to respond to your message in any type of way. Yeah, to, yeah, to make Don't you feel Don't feed like, into it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened. So that's pretty much what I, Like, there's some stuff I left out because I don't want to obviously make it too personal in case someone sees this that knows of it but um <laughs> it was just it was way too much at one point and i'm like this made me really uncomfortable and i felt like i wish i handled it better but i felt like i did i felt i was, I was extremely communicative on like how i felt and what was going on and it still didn't just go that way and it like in hindsight it was more creepy than i'd like to believe yeah that's yeah I, if someone's waiting at your house bro like what she mean? Where are you? Where are you? Where are <laughs> like, you? That's why I'm like, what's going on? Where are you? Uh, there's um, it's a different battery. Um, yeah, it's a different battery. It's the same size as that one, but if you look at the gold prongs, it will be different. And then it's over on the table. And we're back for the third time. We're back, right? Yeah. Okay, we're back. Um, you finish up saying the story of how bitches be crazy sorry women, women be crazy you can't say that Dr. Wildin, eh? i mean she you, was wild trying to get us canceled she pulled this, she pulled up on your nah, crib you she try, was wildin', bro you trying to get this canceled before <laughs> i get lifts off the ground bro you need to <laughs> you need to chill bro i, I apologize <laughs> i'm sorry see that was a great apology <laughs> yeah honestly it was it was a weird experience and that it, it didn't stress me out, but I was like, this could have been a lot worse. And I, I'm glad at least I handled it the way I did. I just feel sorry. Hey, you're pretty mature about it. but Yeah, I just feel like it kind of sucks that maybe I was doing something, whether it was to my knowledge or not, that affected the other person. But like, there's only so much I can do about that. But it just does suck that it, it had to go that, that way. way. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it for that crazy story. At least you handled it maturely. Yeah, it, she's all blocked now, like no one of communication. For the most part, yeah. Most part, for the really. most part, she could still text me. Mm. You know, you can block numbers. I don't like blocking numbers. Mm. That seems excessive. I mean, if it's necessary, obviously. But in this case, I'll I'll, I'll allow it. Okay. Slinging that that loop, that fruit of the loop, that fruit pushing pe- like, fam. You guys are acting like I was just. You were pushing P, fam. Mandingo and her fucking <laughs> shit, bro. What is wrong with you guys? <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't, I swear. You know they say about short guys, you know? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't, actually. I don't want to know. I don't know either. <laughs> I hopefully you can follow up for that one. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Um, I give her a solid 2 out of 10 performance. That's not, not even, like, 
Five is bad. Five is bad. <laughs> you gave her two out of ten? If, if, if I was gonna, like, if that was in the history of my performances, that was probably the worst performance ever. Two out of ten. How was your performance? My performance, mine was two out of ten. That's what oh, I'm I thought you said hers was no, two out no, of ten. No, mine was two out of ten. Oh. No, no, no. So you weren't swinging pipe. I wasn't invested. Oh. It was swinging, but not like... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You were putting it. You were yeah. putting your back into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like I wasn't. I wasn't using my. You know, you look at your feet. Like I. I was just. Lifting. You know, you get the awkward. The awkward. Like you gotta get the nice squat. Yeah, in that. exactly. You weren't putting those yeah, ones. In. None of that. It's okay though. It'd be like that sometimes. I, mean, I guess it was enough. So. <laughs> hey man, I finished. That's all I know. <laughs> and with that, I think we should finish this podcast and wrap it up. All right. Um. We forgot to do one thing I hate every time I watch a podcast. When niggas just start talking, and I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> so oh, could you, I didn't introduce myself. Yeah, could my, you, like, get your name? I didn't introduce myself, yo. You already know what it is. It's Akil. I'm not saying my last name. I'm not saying my government, obviously. Isn't it turpentine? <laughs> Cut that. Cut that. What it, what's really good, it's your boy Akil. I'm not saying my last name. Um... My boy Isn't it Black Mamba? Big Mamba? No. Big Mamba. Big Mamba. Black yes. Lightning? Black Lightning. That's what it no, That's t- my shipper name. No. Black Lightning. I cam on Fridays. OnlyFans? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 he needs Twitch. Yo, he, he yo Twitch. if I am stripping on Twitch, no, I'm no. killing it. <laughs> I'm killing it. Can we. How, Ba- become a bathtub streamer. Can, you, can I do... Is that still meta? What can guys wear? Can I do boxers on Twitch? Fruit of the loose sponsorship coming in? That bag might nah, be crazy, though. That bag of, might be crazy, yeah. though. Fruit of the loose sponsorship coming in, Fruit of the loose bag might be crazy. Let's but go. We'll see about it when we get there. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm Akil. Uh, Tristan's been my boy for a long time. I wanted to come and do this podcast. Um... I don't really want people to follow me on my socials. If you find me, you find me. But my Twitch is Yuri underscore Kamori. If you ever want to see me game, just have to get a plug. Shut- All my socials are the same, but they don't know that, though. They don't know that, though. I just shout out my Twitch. So if they go looking for me, they know. But I'm not going to just give it all like that. So, yeah. Wait, you shut up? Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's my Twitch, pretty much. Don't go looking for me, please. Like, seriously, don't. I mean, I think that's a call to action. No, I actually dislike being found on the internet. I'm a complete ghost. You will never find me. That was a pretty intense there. All right, we'll wrap it up right there.